Welcome to the PMPA Speaking of Precision podcast, featuring your hosts, Carly Kistler-Miller and Miles Free. Hello, I'm Miles Free, and welcome to PMPA's Speaking of Precision, Monday with Miles podcast. Carly Kistler-Miller has joined me today, and we are going to discuss why do customers buy from our shops. Welcome, Carly. Well, thank you, Miles. And the why is interesting. I would have thought you started with what do the customers buy from us. So talk to me. What's with the why? Well, you've only known me as an old near-retirement kind of college professor, experienced, battle-scarred kind of veteran. But once upon a time, I was a young gun, and I was trying to make a career, and I was trying to make a difference in the manufacturing world. And I was the quality guy. The quality guy. The quality guy. You okay. know, the guy that, oh, no, the quality guy's here. Oh, oh no, the not the quality You weren't guy. getting Christmas cards, were you? I was not getting Christmas <laughs> cards. I was the quality guy. But at that time, I thought the quality was the answer to everything. If only we had better quality, uh -huh. things would be good. Well, I can understand that logic. You can? You had me in a course, and I refused to allow anyone to put a qualifier on quality. There is no <laughs> better quality. There is no gooder quality. All right, all right. You caught me on an off day. You're right. Okay. <laughs> what I learned was... Nobody sets up their machines based on my quality as a steel bar supplier. No? No. What did you find out? Well, they don't, they don't buy because of my quality. In fact, quality is actually a synonym for the word com commodity. Really? Really. So... We all went out and got QS 9000 certified. We all became ISO systems expert. And you know what? What? Not one of us got an additional order because of our QS certification. Oh, why did we? We did it because they told us we had to do that to satisfy their requirements. But nobody said, oh, boy, your quality, quality, Company, now let's give you more orders. Didn't happen like that. Quality became a bar. Either you had it or you didn't. Oh, okay. So if you and I have the same certification, then our quality is the same. That's right. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Okay. Zero defects. Right. I'm zero defects. You're zero defects. I'm on time. You're on time. What's the difference? Okay. I'm not setting up my machine based on your quality or on mine. Okay, so is it price? You know, you've probably got a drawer full of jobs that you lost on price. You quoted it, you did your best, and guess what? You didn't get it. Sure. But people don't decide to buy because of price. They decide not to buy from us based on our price. <laughs> okay, I got you there. I, I understand. You look at the price. Uh, no, that's not my price. That's, that's why you put price. it. Okay, you turn it right? down. Yep. So, so price doesn't get me the order necessarily, but it can prevent me from getting the order. 
if my price is, is not meeting the expectations of the marketplace. The marketplace sets the price at a given level of quality and service. That's the price. Yeah. So right? the weakest competitor could have the better price. Why are they going to buy from us? That's right. You know, hey, there's, there's a good reason to buy from them, right? Yep. Uh, okay. So it's not quality. It's not price. How about service? You just won the internet for today, Carmen. Yay! It is service. You can bet your bottom dollar it's service. Think of how you make the decision. Think of me as that steel quality guy, right? Right. People don't make the decision to run based on my quality. <laughs> if it's not quality, they're not buying it. Right. They're not making the decision to set up that machine based on my price. If my price is too high, they're not buying from me. Okay. What are they deciding to set up that machine to run on when I deliver the steel? Right. They can't <laughs> set the machine up without the bars. Service is the determinant of why a customer will buy from us. Service is the key component for their satisfaction. You know, now that you say that, I can think of things that I have purchased and paid more for because I'd get it when I needed it versus saving a little money and and getting it way later than I needed it. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Supplier A is cheaper, but it's two months out. I want it now. Right. I need it I'll now. I'll pay more now. <laughs> I'll pay more now, right? That's right. Right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. And by the way, if both supplier A and B are QS. Mm, all things being equal. And I, I mean, all things are equal. Mm -hmm. Quality has become a commodity. In many cases, technology has become a commodity. It's our ability to serve. I use the phrase concierge service, but service, it's connection. That's what makes the satisfaction. And that's why customers are buying from us. Not what they're buying from us, it's why they're buying from us. Okay, but shouldn't we still understand what they're buying from us? Absolutely. That's an essential question, too. What is it that customers buy from us? You You're always... new to the industry. <laughs> Take a shot. Time on our machines. Yay! Yay! Ding, 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 ding. Hit the ding, ding, you ding You get button. total credit for that. You've beaten that into my head. <laughs> But I get it. It makes total sense. It is. You're selling, the, you're selling the time. Yeah. And the time on my machines. I'm not selling the time on their machines. Somebody else could have identical machines. Right. But they're not selling the time on my machines. My, the time on my machines is available now. The time on their machines might be a week later. The time on my machines comes with the expertise of my team, a professional performer. The time on my machines comes with processes that have been vetted by experience, lessons learned, and a commitment to continuous improvement. Those guys may have the same machine. They have different process, different people, different experience, different management philosophy. So the, it's the value package. It's our value package. It's what we're 
what the customers are seeing is not just the the part that they can hold in their hand, but it's the processes, it's the availability, it's the knowledge, it's... It's not just the part. That's exactly right. It's not just the part. You call it value package. We can call it unique selling proposition. But the bottom line is customers can buy parts from many machining companies. They can buy them from distributors. They can buy them from the internet. So what they can't get is the results of my quality system, my process experts, my machines, and my systems, except for me. That's what makes my shop, your shop, unique. So why don't you like give the listeners some ideas of how value can be added that would set them apart from their competitors? Well, where to begin? Uh, let's <laughs> see. Uh, they send in, I, I need a quote. What's my quote response time? No, it starts there. 48 hours? Yeah. 48 hours? I can't get my supplier to commit to 48 hours. You know, I, I don't, it may be 48 hours before they return my call to see if I really do want to know what the price and delivery is on that steel that's going to be 10 months away. But the bottom line is my customer needs to know. Right. Right. And sometimes so, it's a rush job. Absolutely. So quote response time. Number one. Number one, if you can't get back to me today, how am I satisfied? Yeah. Now, maybe it's tomorrow. 48 hours? Certainly by the end of the week. And it could be, look, here it is, pending acknowledgement of <laughs> this material does exist. Right. But, but communicate. Our business isn't just about GD&T conformance. Our business is about connecting with fellow humans and, and, and trying to provide satisfaction to their needs, right? How about a rush job? You said rush job. Yeah. What's, what, what's, you know, is rush job mean, you know, after I work through my current backlog? Or is rush hour, rush job mean, you know, I, absolutely you can have it in 10 days. And you do whatever you have to do. And then we happen. move heavens and earth to get you at 10 days. And by the way, <laughs> There, there's probably going to be an additional charge. Right. Or not. But did you even entertain it or did you just, <laughs> no, yeah, right. <laughs> okay. How about just-in-time deliveries? Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't want 10,000 parts. I want 200 every Tuesday. Sitting on my dock every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Do you do that? You may not do that, but your customer, that may be what your customer really needs because the floor is torn up and they got no place to put that pallet or stack or box or whatever. That would be a value. Yep. How about your expertise to procure, quote, decent lead time, or actually fabricate really exotic material? Oh, yeah. I could see where a customer would value that. I mean, that's, yeah. you know, let's move up the hierarchy of, of value with, mm -hmm. you know, this, this stuff isn't easy cut, right? What about secondary issues, secondary processes? Is it going to need heat treated? Is it going to need electroplate? Is it going to need anodized? Is it going to need some kind of special inspection or coating? Uh, do you offer that? Do you just tack that on or do you actually have 
you know, relationships in the industry that when that rush job comes and you really need to get it out in 10 days, and by the way, the lead time at the heat treater is 10 days, that you can still somehow get to yes. Right. Without making promises you can't keep. Right, right. Yeah. But, but again, satisfaction. So, yes. so what do they buy from us? What adds value besides mere parts whittled to a precise geometry? Uh, what about I only need four? Wow, oh, small lot sizes. But then there's also large lot sizes. Yeah, but I mean, they're my customer, right? Right. If they're my customer, I got to get to yes. Mm -hmm. Or I need to understand and better define what my customer is because I want to satisfy my customer. And that means getting to yes. And it doesn't mean committing suicide economically by, you know, the setup time alone is going to kill you. Right. But at some point, is the relationship worth making those four parts? Making those four parts. Or helping them find another supplier for that particular need. Concierge service. Concierge service. Yes. Let, let me let me help you get this need fulfilled. I really regret we can't do it with our engineering, our abilities. We we can't do that. But here's an associate that I know through my Precision Machine Products Association that specializes in this and I can vouch for them. I've seen them at national meetings, and and I'm sure that we'll all be happy better together. Better together. Right? You bet. So what else? How about some engineering assistance? How mm -hmm. about uh, looking at uh, manufacturability issues, you know, design for manufacturability? You know, yeah, you can, your engineer could come to the fifth decimal place, but this is a spacer. Do you really need that kind of? precision and tolerance and cost or not, okay? Uh, quality assurance, I think I started off by telling you what, what a quality pain I was, but ultimately quality assurance is still taken, important. <laughs> taken for granted, right? It's right. got to be there. It's part and parcel of a satisfying delivery. So, so those are some value adds that you can't find in the part. <laughs> You can put the part on the CMM. It's not going to find just-in-time delivery. It's not going to find my quality assurance system, except it is. So, right. So all things being equal, machining, quality, et cetera, it's the service, and it's what else can you do for your customer? What's that extra value? To it, meet your customer where they are. It, it is. And value is different from cost. So cost is an accounting, uh, accounting. I call it a fiction. <laughs> you know, accounting's <laughs> fiction. Hello. Say, hi, all my CFO listeners out there. <laughs> value is not an accounting thing. Value is a human-to-human -human thing. Cost is an accounting thing. And too often in business, as managers, we confuse cost for value. I can see that. Yes, I can see that. And value is generally perceived 
So it is, and it's more than a, the part itself. Right. The part the has a cost. The part is measurable. It's tangible. It has costs. But the value you provide is a heck of a lot more than just the part that you provide. It may even go right down to the quality of the tape on the box. Yeah, it all matters. It's the little details. Yeah, I get that. So we covered why do customers buy from you and what do customers buy for you? Right. From you, why and what? Why, why and what? Why and what? And those are key. They're, they're key. And once I was no longer confused about why customers set up their machine, mm -hmm. I was on the path to delivering customer satisfaction. Aha. And that's propelled my career ever since. I'm no longer that pain, pain to deal with quality guy, although some people might think I am. But no. It's, it's, You're still quality. I'm still quality. You're a high quality guy. But Well, thank you. But <laughs> it's, really, it's, it's really about seeing value. And value, it's a human thing. That wraps up today's podcast on why and what do our customers buy from us. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. You don't want to miss one. For additional information, please visit pmpa.org, where you can also search for articles, webinars, podcasts, and other resources. And if you aren't already taking advantage of PMPA membership, be sure to check out pmpa.org to see the myriad of other benefits. And why is a PMPA membership so important, Miles? It's not quality. It's because we, we are better, better together. together. <laughs> Don't forget to join us next Monday on Speaking of Precision. Monday with Miles.